Have you ever wondered what you should do when business starts to change? Welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for being here. I am so incredibly grateful for you. And first, I have some business classes that I would like you to come and join me for. We have three different one-off Zoom calls and then two different business done different calls. So I'm going to read the, the calls for you. There is Energetically Creating Your Business as if by magic. That is April 4th at 10 a.m. Mountain. Four Steps to Clarity in Your Business. That is 10 a.m. Mountain on 11, April 11th. And Breaking the Chains of Self-Doubt in Business. That is April 18th at 10 a.m. And then The Business Done Different, May 5th to 7th in Calgary, Alberta. Also can join us online so you don't have to come in person. And then June 9th to 11th in, in Saskatchewan, again, also you can join us online. So if you've got any questions about any of those, just reach out uh, and you'll find the links above or below. If you don't see a link, of course, let me know and I will get it for you. Now, what to do when your business changes. So I did a, a, a call earlier this morning and one of the participants asked, uh, basically their business used to generate $1,000 a month. Uh, and it doesn't anymore. It generates maybe 200. And what she was looking at was basically, how can I fix it to make it do that again? What am I doing wrong? So it will generate $1,000 again. Here's the thing, guys, when we put our energy into fixing the problem, yeah, we're going to create more problem. Because that's where our creative energy and we are each one of us, if you are watching this, you are creative beyond creative beyond creative and often what we're doing though is we're putting our energy into creating what we don't desire so what you want to look at when business changes isn't so much how can I fix it to make it go back to what it was it's what can I add what can I add to the business now what else is required what would be fun for me so with all of the changes over the past few years one of the things that I've noticed, I would say in probably the past year, now this is in my business, doesn't mean it has to be in yours, but a lot of the people that would maybe choose the more, um, let's say, expensive classes aren't choosing them as often. So there's difference. People aren't spending the same money they used to, again, in my business, doesn't mean it has to be yours, but I'm willing to be aware I'm willing to watch, I'm willing, and I actually track things so I can see, I can notice when things are going different. So I started looking at, okay, so what's actually required in the business then? And what I started creating was more smaller, really focused training. So I've got quickie magic trainings, quickie business trainings, and, and quickie money trainings. And those have been very, very popular, very successful because it doesn't take up much uh, time for a person. They're very specific to whatever the topic is about and people can get a quick win basically. And that's what I've noticed again in my business. Now, if I would have a year ago, just sat around going, okay, so how can I get more people to come to these bigger classes? And I mean, by bigger, I mean, just more expensive, say a thousand dollars or more to attend the class that's not going to create rather than just being present with what is looking where the numbers are and then 
looking at what's fun for you to create with that. So what I did with the quickie trainings is over Boxing Day, other I had a Boxing Day sale. And so I, I sold them as a group, uh, each one. So the, the business, the money and the magic as groups. And then I actually recorded them. We did the classes in January and that worked really well. And then what I did was I put them into my shop. So now they're there for anybody to purchase. And I usually have a weekly flash sale in my shop. So sometimes one of those is, is the sale item. Like if we're willing to acknowledge that we are these creative, magical beings, then we don't need to look at why something has changed and what we did wrong. We could look at now what? Now what would I like to do? Now, it doesn't mean there might not be something to change. So let's say... Um, let's say you were, you were getting coaching clients from affiliates and you stopped your affiliate program. And so then the coaching clients started to be less. So then you could look at that and be like, oh, okay, well, when I stopped the affiliate program, there were less people, um, inviting less people found out about me. So maybe you look at, okay, what else is possible? doesn't mean you have to go back to that affiliate program, but you stay in question of, okay, so what else then? What else? And I think it's so important in, in a sense, to look at what else is fun for you. Now, I don't mean you should only do what's fun for you. Because honestly, in business, sometimes you're going to do the things, at least for me, there are things that I will do to do whatever it takes. They may not be so fun in the moment, but we can, we can ask for them to be fun. One of my favorite questions, and this is from Gosh, I think 20, 2011, somebody gave me this question. What would it take for this, whatever this is, to be more fun, phenomenal, and rewarding than I never imagined possible? So when I ask that about something, I'm opening up rather than going into, well, I hate this, this is horrible. And I'll actually use a different example than business. Uh, last week, we had a showing on our acreage, which meant we needed to do some cleaning and I don't like to clean. It's not fun for me. So I could go through my house in that energy of, I don't like to clean. I don't want to clean. I shouldn't have to do this, like all that crazy. Or, okay, what's it going to take for this to be more fun, phenomenal, and rewarding than I never imagined possible? And one of the things that I got was to bring somebody in to do some of the things that I probably wouldn't do, like get up on ladders and, and wipe down light fixtures and different things like that. We happen to live not that far from hubby's grandchildren who are, you know, older. They're in their 20s, some of them. And so we brought one of um, one of them out who was fabulous. It was so fun to do because she was doing the things I really knew I probably wouldn't do. I'm, I'm honest with myself. I'm probably not going to get up there and do that. She was doing those things. Well, I could put my my time and energy into the things that I I had to do. One of the things, clean out my, my closets. Those things... Nobody else could do that for me because they don't know what I would like to keep and not keep. So that question can really start to shift and change it. So I don't mean that if something changes, you just have to go, oh, well, this is the way it is. You can still, of course, always please stay in question and recognize that sometimes it changes. Not from the conclusion, not from this is the way it is, not from, you know, we're coming into a recession, nobody's spending, that's not it. But if you are tracking, you will see what's going on. You will notice the difference. The other thing that can go on, and, and this is something that I learned about oh, 2003, I would say. I'd started my business. I'd been in business for about 10 months. 
And I wasn't sharing all of my gifts in my business. So I, one of the things that I could do that started randomly was I could do mediumship readings. I could talk to dead people, but I didn't want anybody to know that I was playing with it online. So there was a, you know, a group online that you just went in and did free readings and you could get a sense if you were, you know, getting it correct. People would give you feedback and stuff. And so I loved it, but I didn't want anybody around me to know that I was that weird. And what happened was about 10 months into my business, I had to either tell people I was doing it or get a job because I'd got a small loan from the bank and that loan was coming to an end. I couldn't have financially continued without either one of those, getting a job or telling people what I was doing. And I felt very pushed into a corner. I felt very um, like I didn't have a choice. Of course I had a choice. I could have just got a job and I did look, don't you kid yourself. I did look. Uh, and ultimately I did then start telling the world that I was doing mediumship readings and it just catapulted my business. So sometimes it might be that too. You might think, oh, this change, oh, this is horrible, but maybe there's a direction that you've been asking to go in. So I don't mean that was done to me. I don't mean that there was this big energy outside of me that said, you have to do this. It, it was me choosing it for me. It was me pushing me in a corner, knowing I was never going to let the world know if I didn't have to. And so look at that in your own business too. If things are changing, what is it you'd like to be doing? What is it that you said, oh, one day I'd... maybe you've been putting it off. So maybe there's a you pushing you in the corner to make some different choices with that. So again, I would love for you to come join us. Any of those three one-off calls for business or either of the business done different, would love to see you in person or online. I'm so incredibly grateful for you. Have a fabulous week and I look forward to chatting again next week.